In November last year, the share price of Paytm's parent company, 197 Communications, hit an all-time low. It was at 438.35 rupees. But ever since, slowly and steadily, it has been on a recovery path. And now, it's jumped by 90%. In fact, experts think that if all goes well and once it crosses the 900 rupee mark, which looks like it can happen any time now, the share price of Paytm may hit 1000 rupees a piece now 60% of paytm's revenue comes from its payments business but there's something very interesting happening on another paytm platform you see in 2017 paytm's founder vijay shekhar sharma who is known for his long term vision decided to invest in a loan collection platform this was despite paytm not being in the loan distribution business less than a year had passed since demonetization and i'm sure you remember those full front page paytm ads in newspapers featuring the prime minister narendra modi around then so the payments giant invested in a loan platform called creditmate and you know what at the time it did not even have regulatory approval for lending money two years later in 2019 it started offering paytm postpaid which was a buy now pay later or bnpl loan product ever since it's been building a steady stream of users with up to 4 years of credit history now it is using this customer base to sell personal loans to users and merchant loans to more than 7 million merchants who accept payments through paytm's payment devices by 2021 PTM went ahead and acquired Creditmate. And this year when the March quarter ended, PTM saw a 250% jump in the total loan amount from a year ago. It distributed nearly 12 million loans worth over 1.5 billion dollars. And that is not all. 2023 is a landmark year for PTM because it managed to achieve operating profitability so how did paytm pull this off and more importantly what is the role that this loan business is playing in this dramatic turnaround welcome to daybreak a business podcast from the ken i'm your host nikta sharma and i don't chase the news cycle instead thrice a week on mondays wednesdays and fridays i will come to you with one business story that is worth understanding and worth your time Today is Wednesday, the fifth of July. performance in the march quarter has left even some of its most sharpest critics take a step back and notice for example macquarie research which is a brokerage firm just in january last year it had cut down paytm's revenue projections guess why because at the time it thought that the scaling capacity of paytm's merchant loan distribution business was limited so in february 2023 
just before the March quarter ended, Macquarie was left quite astonished. It even admitted it. It said that it was positively surprised by the distribution of the financial service revenue. And wait, there's an even bigger U-turn here. Just this month, Macquarie concluded that Paytm's loan distribution business is in fact a key driver of the fintech's operational profitability. This growth in its loan business pushed Paytm's revenue up by over 60% to more than $960 million. Well, 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 how the tables have turned. But seriously, how did they turn it? Stay tuned to find out. As of now, everyone in the market wants credit, meaning there is no shortage of demand for credit. But after the Reserve Bank of India, or RBI, imposed strict rules on default guarantees, lending practices in the country have changed. What RBI basically did was that it banned lenders from sharing the credit risk with loan service providers who distributed the loans. This made the roles of regulated and non-regulated entities very clear. It gave more clarity to regulated entities such as NBFCs or non-banking financial companies when entering into loan partnerships. But again, it also ended the FLDG or first loss default guarantee model that lenders had been using while partnering with loan distributors. But again, it also ended the first loss default guarantee or FLDG model that lenders had been using while partnering with loan distributors. FLDG is essentially an arrangement where a third party agrees to cover the initial or first loss that is incurred by the lender if the borrower defaults on their loan. It is designed to mitigate or cut down the risk that is associated with lending and to enhance the creditworthiness of the borrower in the eyes of the lender. But with FLDG gone now, the loan landscape saw a bit of an upheaval. But Paytm managed to find a way around it. And that is what has changed the whole game for Paytm. The Ken spoke to an employee of one of Paytm's lending partners. And they said that what worked was Paytm's proposal of collection services in these agreements. They told us that the fintech made a commitment to attain a certain level of collection on the loans that it had distributed on behalf of the lending partner. So basically, if Paytm fails to fulfill this commitment, it would give up on a portion of its fee that it would earn from the loan distribution. This has helped reassure Paytm's lending partners. As great as it all sounds and has actually turned out to be, dear listeners, this is risky business. I will tell you why in the next segment. So to quickly remind you of what I told you earlier, I said that Paytm's loan business is working because of the collection services that it's offering. And as we all know, collection lies at the core of lending in general. Now, before the RBI banned FLDG, what was happening was that the lending service provider would tell the lender you know what, 
I guarantee that I will compensate you for any credit loss that you suffer because of me. But now this cushion is gone and this has made lenders reduce the fee that they were paying to these lending service providers. But like I told you, Paytm found a way around it by saying it would definitely get a certain amount of collection and on failing to do so, it would give up a part of its fee that it would earn from the loan distribution. An executive close to Paytm told us that now all the lenders that Paytm works with count on it to not only distribute their loans but to also collect them. And just to make this collection offer more enticing, Paytm has added more to the mix. It's to do with the structuring of what it earns as a collection performance bonus. The executive explained it to us. So, if a lender expects a 2% loss on a portfolio, Paytm tells them to account for only 1.5%. And if Paytm actually manages to recover the other 0.5%, it gets a share of it. But if Paytm fails to stop the credit loss at 1.5%, then not only does it lose out on the revenue share, but also the lender will not have to pay it even a part of the sourcing fee. Sounds like a great deal, right? But I'm sure you can also see that it does come with a substantial risk. But this practice is gaining popularity among other loan service providers such as Credit B, Navi and Lending Card. The market, meanwhile, is on the fence about this practice that is being followed by non-regulated entities. Three co-founders of fintechs raised concerns that this model of guaranteeing collection involves sharing the risk with the lender. But remember what RBI did? By doing away with FLDG, it wants the lender to take all the credit risk. Now, just last Friday, Paytm's parent company announced a partnership with Sriram Finance, which is an NBFC. The company which is also in the lending business, is known for its good geographical reach, its deep understanding of risk, and most importantly, its collection capabilities. So to conclude, let's remember that in lending, profits come before losses. What we'll have to wait and see is if Paytm can go through this cycle without getting into any trouble with the regulator RBI. Daybreak is produced from the newsroom of the Ken, India's first subscriber-focused business news platform. What you're listening to is just a small sample of our subscriber-only offerings. A full subscription unlocks daily long-form feature stories, newsletters, subscriber-only apps, and podcast extras. Head to theken.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top of the website. I am Snigdha Sharma, your host, and today's episode was edited by my colleague Rajiv Cn. 